Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Essential Nonsense. This is episode number five. I am your host, comedian Luis Juarez, and in the studio with me today, I had uh, my co-host, as always, my wife, Charrier, and uh, we had a special guest, uh, comedian Dante Martinez. He's a hilarious dude. He's also an actor and just an overall cool guy. Uh, it's a funny episode. There was a part where I uh, forgot to hit the record button in the middle of the uh, conversation, but uh, it's not too big of a deal. You'll get the gist of it. Uh, it's a funny episode, though, so enjoy. We have a special guest in the house. Uh, he's a good friend of an, another funny comedian, uh, among other things. He's also an actor, and on top of that, uh, I think he peddles drugs. Mm. But <laughs> give it up for Dante Martinez. What's up? Whoop, Pushing whoop. those drugs. Hell yeah. Tim Allen. Stuff. Didn't Tim Allen get busted? Like, oh, yeah. Actually, some yeah, drugs? like bunch of coke like, like 73 like, or something like that he was the real deal did how, time how did he not do what? like like 20 years because he like i think it was heroin oh did he snitch or something he might have snitched or you know he wasn't like a person of color was it was it pre it was a post home improvement right no no pre like in the 70s oh it was, shit, it was 70s. back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. Way i just way before he got famous way before buzz Lightyear. yeah sideburns yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. Mm-hmm. He's like hardcore conservative, dude. Is he? I think so. Because I definitely wouldn't get drug dealing like from yeah. him at all. I wouldn't get that vibe. Or based off the TV show that uh, comes on like uh, regular TV now, that's in syndication, is that? Uh, uh, it's not Home Improvement. It's that man, show. Is it man? man of the House or something like that? He's I like this wilderness that. like store owner and like he's this a uh, hardcore uh, yeah like conservative it's guy in the show. Like a, they take a lot of like, shots at liberals on yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, they do. Tim Allen. Yeah, That's yeah. Like it's yeah. a new show. <laughs> it's okay. It's not even that new. It's like, it's like ten com- years now. Yeah, probably. it's the complete opposite of Home Improvement, uh-huh. where he has like all daughters. <laughs> oh, and he can fix shit on the show. He knows how to. Actually no, he's actually <laughs> the opposite. Oh, yeah. He messes up everything because he's with a household full <laughs> well, of women. That's kind of what he did on Home Improvement too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, with boys, I think it's a different dynamic because yeah. like their individual stories. Home Improvement was different. some shit back in the day. I used to love that show. That was a good show. Yeah. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. that one? Yeah, I watched it a lot. Yeah. Don't have, I don't have fond feelings for it. But <laughs> no, yeah. I liked but it, I watched though. it a lot. Yeah, 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 it had yeah, funny you. moments. I Ooh. liked uh, the next yeah, door the neighbor. Wilson. That Dropping those wisdom bombs yeah. in we, the backyard. We've I all become Wilson now. No like, I'm trying to be a Wilson. But well, we all got the, the, the mask covering our faces. I know. <laughs> I, it's funny how they thought of so many clever ways to, like, cover his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, there was one person that sole job on that show was yeah, to think was, of ways like, to cover his face. <laughs> How? That was that was there. He's like, oh yeah, that that all that fence shit. That was me. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote that all in. There's there could never be like a Wilson in the hood though, like because of the chain link fence. Like he'd be like, <laughs> he'd have to have uh, like a mug in front of his face constantly <laughs> or something. I don't it know. wouldn't work in like fucking uh, Mexican neighborhood because it's all like the the, the yeah. wrought iron black bars. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of wood sticks put yeah. together. Oh wait, that's more Mexico. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, speaking of neighbors, though, <laughs> uh, I recent during the pandemic, during the shutdown, I got a new neighbor, and I remember uh-huh. it was like the first couple of weeks of the pandemic, and I was like, "Man, this is pretty tight." You know, I'm, I busted out my bass guitar, and you know, I, don't, yeah. I didn't have. I lived in a house, a duplex, but the downstairs was empty, so it was just me and my girlfriend, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. doing Rock whatever out, we wanted yeah, to yeah. do, being loud and shit, it's purposely stomping real hard yeah, and shit. And one day I was smoking weed in the backyard, and this trailer backs up, just backs up into the backyard. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And, and then I. I and it was this woman and I made eye contact with her and I was like, Are y'all moving in? And she like had this like exhausted, sad face. Uh, and she's like, yeah. 
She's like, oh, this has already ruined my experience. And the guy that moved in is uh, part of the Aryan Brotherhood. No way. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Like swastika down? Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, got all all the tattoos. He's got flames on his face and shit. I saw him. He had like, you know when you see someone with face tattoos and you can tell pretty quick if they earned those face tattoos or if they they have money and they- (laughs) They did it for protection. Is he like still like repping the Aryan stuff? No, no, no. I think uh, he, he, I, I got to talking to him and stuff and- American history uh, X situation. You know, because I'm white passing, so I, he was like saying some shit that was like, "Ooh, I, at what point in the conversation are I telling him I'm Mexican?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, I was like, uh, "We we turns out we're both from Mesquite and shit." And I was like, "Oh uh, yeah," okay. I, I was like, "Oh, you're from Mesquite?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, I know." I said, "I was like, I knew there was something about you that I could smell," you know, and and I was like, "Yeah, man, me and my family were the first wave of like Mexicans moving into the neighborhood," yeah. and he was like, "Ah," uh, he kind of had this face like. Uh, what did I say already? But it didn't seem like <laughs> yeah, he'd give yeah, a exactly. shit. Did I say anything fucked up? Yeah, but he's got, uh, I mean, he was real open about his Aryan Brotherhood shit. He just got out of federal prison for, he was in there 17 years. Shit. For murder. What did he do? Murder. Oh, I don't <laughs> want, did he kick somebody's like teeth on I the curb yeah, or something? If, yeah, before it was in the movies. You know, <laughs> yeah. Did it for real. Yeah, is it based off of him? But then, uh, you know, I just started like uh, asking him questions. And I was like, yeah. oh, tell me some more of these uh, Aryan stuff, you know, like get, uh-huh. getting like his past and shit and. It's it, anything he, good? Anything yeah, good? well, yeah, he overshared real quick. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all like, I he's. I don't want him knocking on my back door. He's like, hey, definitely. He's don't, like searching, like definitely room. don't share that to him. Yeah, yeah. I heard you, you on my on favorite. <laughs> I heard you on my favorite podcast. <laughs> I'm also an Aryan brother. Yeah, I, uh, I did write a research paper on Aryan Brotherhood in high school, and I, I remember it was my senior year. I had to do it in like. Uh, I, I went to go research it, and I r- didn't ever realize that there were so many Aryan brothers in this country. Mm. Or not just in this country, but specifically in Texas. And then from, like, there, it stemmed off to, uh, like, KKK stuff. And then there's, like, a KKK chapter, like, almost in every little major suburb in, mm-hmm. in, in Dallas. Area. I believe it. I believe it. It's it's insane, man, that to think that these people just blend in. Like, I don't, if that dude didn't have those Nazi tattoos well, no, and I got, shit, you I was looking at the, you know, looking at the mini blinds, pulling it down. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm getting vibes from yeah. this guy. I don't trust him. And then I find, and then I found out, yeah, I should. But he's actually, he's actually a very respectful neighbor. <laughs> he gave my mom a TV. Yeah, he gave my mom a TV. Oh shit, for what? Yeah. Just because? Because he moves people. Like he, like oh, he's okay. a mover, and he's got his own trailer, his own little business. And you know, I think he's really trying to like turn it around and. Yeah, yeah. You know, hell yeah. This his podcast is all about sympathizing for the Nazis. Dude. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, I, they, I, mean, I feel, I feel like what a he's tough doing. Time, man, they've had a tough time. You bro. know, it's hard out here for a white guy. <laughs> Oh, no, fuck it. Oh, shit. But, yeah, man, uh, now that comedy's dead, what, what, what's been going on with you, man? Like, have you been, like, doing anything to get the creative outlet out? Yeah, I got into bonsai tree, Ooh, you know, like bonsai yeah, trees. Yeah. I've been starting to, I uh, just getting stoned and watch bonsai videos and trying to, trying to yeah, it turns out it's true. very expensive. <laughs> so it's I'm going to say, I'm like, how is that maintenance-wise? It's fun. I mean, I get yeah. to water shit, and then uh-huh. I sit, ne- sit next to my plants. You know, like, uh, there's, there's this scene in that movie Baby Boy where... Uh, he's like he's annoyed that his mom is making him do work, yeah. and she's yeah. like, "When this all comes out, I'm gonna sit down with my glass of wine and I'm gonna sit in your garden." I feel like the mother from uh, Baby Boy, oh, okay. <laughs> sit next to my trees and yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's nice. Uh, what's that dude's name that made that movie? Uh, is it? Guy, it's the same guy that made Boys in the Hood. He's he's oh, dead is now. It John Singleton. Yeah, John Singleton mm-hmm. made that movie. Um, rest in peace to John mm-hmm. Singleton. Yeah, he, man, Boys in the Hood was a great movie. Yeah. 
Baby Boy was all right. I didn't too much care for Baby Boy, and I know it's probably going to be some people listening like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I just didn't. It's it, it just didn't really do anything for me. Ridiculous cartoonish at points. Yeah, it is. It's, it's sometimes it's like, oh. Especially, especially um, Taraji. Like, I know that was her character, but she was very. She put up with a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, very yeah. extra. <laughs> she, uh, I was like, oh, okay. We, it's it's still a, like it's still a, it was kind of a serious movie, but it's very funny at times, man. I hated like, to it too at the beginning, you. and then I was friends with these girls in high school that uh-huh. would watch it like ironically uh-huh. and start laughing, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I it's can like get that. Funny part Snoop Dogg's character is hilarious. Oh, yeah, I remember thinking he's like the most unscary person ever. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's so small, like just real thin dude, we, and like we try to take charge or something. I'm like, what is he gonna do? <laughs> like, he's like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but like Loki though, like in real life, didn't he like almost catch like a serious charge, uh, like yeah. murder? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, murder was so the case can, that they we, gave him. We can real. laugh, but uh, he's uh, out here in the streets. Used to be. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he was like nineteen when he blew up. That's Man, crazy. He was like super young, yeah. right? Like he like that hang time was real short. You could tell ooh. the progression. Imagine being rich since you were like nineteen. Yeah, you have more. Y- he's got more years mentality. being a millionaire than he did pre being, being actually millionaire. being poor, right? Wow, that's crazy. And uh, I don't know what he does now, but I know uh, he's Snoop's got like a crazy yeah. work ethic. He's yeah. always yeah. busy, yeah. He's always doing something. everything. Yeah, and always. he's a great rapper. That first mm-hmm. album that he put out, that Doggy Style, man, that was my first CD. My sister bought that for me for my 11th birthday. Wow, yeah. How did that shape your life? Well, I was already listening. Like my brother gave me the Chronic on on a tape. You know, oh, the first so I had, yeah. So I had the first chronic on tape, and I had this little tape player with like a little speaker on the on the back, and I would like walk to karate class and listen to the, the chronic. <laughs> karate class. <laughs> <laughs> you just like getting hyped. Yeah. Yeah. You ready yeah, to mess yeah. somebody up in karate yeah, class? Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't get me hyped. I was real timid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I listened a lot of. It. Because, yeah. so you know, and then back in the day, the tapes had the advertisements for the next album. Watch yeah, out for this album. Yeah, watch yeah, out for yeah. that album. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing Doggy Style was going to come out. And I got my sister to buy it for my, my birthday, fifth grade birthday. Like, cassettes also had, like, that, like the paper on the inside that had, like, all the lyrics to the songs on there. Or some of them mm-hmm. did. Oh, it's the best. And it's, like, a big, it's like a small-ass box for a cassette. And then the fucking thing would be, like, you could pull it out. And it'd mm-hmm. just be so much shit in there, like, information about it and uh, lyrics and stuff for the songs. But that that cover of that album was really cool. The cartooning yeah. and like it's like the dog with the tass up in the air, and then like uh. there's that fence, and I don't know. Snoop Dogg is a it's a pretty cool guy in my opinion. Yeah, even though now he's like all like commercial commercial big and stuff. Hey, I'm he's trying to sell. It. I want to sell out. Yeah. Can I sell something? I don't know. He's he's like a cool commercial though. He's not mm. like that. He's Uncle Snoop now. Like yeah. Just, yeah. Like he just he does what he wants to do, like literally. Yeah, he did a a <laughs> reggae I think album too or something like just that. Just because he changed yeah. he changed his name to like Snoop Lion. I mean, uh-huh. what, yeah, at yeah. that point, well, like what what's what can't you not do, right? Like just put out whatever you, you want. Don't say nothing to him. It's Uncle yeah, Snoop. Nah. He's old enough. Yeah. <laughs> there was this uh, okay. I'm a, it's gonna it's kind of dirty, but I had a um, a Snoop produced porno VHS tape, and he was in it, but he didn't like. <laughs> He wasn't in any of the scenes that had sex in it, uh-huh. he was but he was like cameos in the it. story part of it, you know? Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. So like, and then, it, so it was never anyone having sex in front of him, but it was like, he was part of the story uh-huh. and it was like Snoop presents whatever porno this was. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> was it just that one? Was that, that was random. Was that what was advertised in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> in was the, on the cover? You know, I bought it for Snoop. <laughs> 
but uh, there was a scene in it where, <laughs> where uh, he's in like the front yard sitting in a chair or something, and uh-huh. there's these girls. Oh, this is so I'm sorry. This is bad. <laughs> There's these girls, they're on their hands and knees and they're like shaking their asses and stuff. Yeah. And he's watching, he's sitting in like a throne type chair and this girl walks up and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching asses jiggling. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that was, uh, I don't know. Was that, was that also a comedy? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. I, I could see him being like a funny dude. Like he just is funny. Like, on those roasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was he really kills. funny on those. Uh, even in his music, some of the lines he says in that one music video always like where he like, he like. A d- like is with a girl in her room or something and like her dad shows up and then like he just turns into a dog and then just like just oh, runs away i remember that part that was so it was funny because i'm like that is crazy. so random and in the 90s that probably cost a lot of money oh, to yeah. do that and that like trick huge. on the editing or you know it did oh yeah yeah because that was it was pretty good editing man because i remember the time. it was a few a few couple years before that when they first did the the transformation thing with on that michael jackson video black is white oh, oh the thriller I know what you're one? talking about you oh yeah because they're like it's black it's white, and they're turning their heads and stuff and changing heads that was oh, uh, they were talking okay, about yeah, how expensive yeah, yeah, that yeah, was because yeah, yeah. i remember seeing some show about it and it's like now that would be like that nothing sh- right <laughs> corny yeah, that's you can crazy. make it on your phone now yeah like this short amount like of i time. saw what you posted the other day with the face app thing or whatever uh, what was that like it's some app called reface i didn't even do it my friend <laughs> just did it i've seen that before like that's um, crazy. I was like, when did this happen? Like, I didn't even know that was around. Uh, yeah. it, okay, so this is what it, it gets into, like, some murky area because my friend sent it to me, and she was ma- she made a bunch of them because it's like a group uh, thread that I'm on, you know, uh-huh. with, a, with a bunch of <laughs> mech- – Yeah, so Instagram. I'm on this Instagram thread called the Frijoleras, you know, and uh, – I and like the name. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with that name. Yeah. And uh, so – this one girl, Evelyn, the girl you met in McAllen. Oh, okay. She, yeah, she yeah, made yeah. a bunch of them, just uh-huh. of all of us. And she made one of me with Snoop's body and Snoop's head. And I was like, man, I look good as Snoop. And I was like, oh, I look really good. And then I was like about to share it. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this blackface? Am I, you know what I mean? I was like, is this? Is it? And I was like, our complexions is, I'm, I'm a lot lighter, yeah, but yeah. not that much. Uh-huh. And then I did one as Lizzo. And I really, the skin yeah, tone was really fit matching. In with I was like, man, this is. Not inappropriate to share, or not appropriate to share. I was like, I'll keep it. I, I was actually having a uh, 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 similar thought earlier, or questioning something whether it would be blackface or not. Like, um, if I were for like hypothetically for Halloween, if I were mm-hmm. to dress up like somebody who was black, but I just like, like say somebody like, I was thinking like specifically Cornell West. You know how he has like the white mm-hmm. beard and like the, the Frederick Douglass like, haircut. I, yeah, the Frederick. Du- he almost looks like Frederick Douglass. Like if I had put that on and I was wearing it, but since my skin is dark, like that's in no way like some form of blackface or anything, is I don't, it? I don't know. I'm about to say, yeah, I'm about to literally <laughs> have this conversation while I'm sitting there. Yeah. I'm like looking at both of y'all. I, I'm, I'm, I specifically was asking you, yeah, yeah. Chita, because. I'm uh, about to turn to a Dante. I'm like, Dante, what do you think about these? Lightest skin in the room. What do you think about these? Can you text that Aryan guy real quick? See what his, like, what his, thoughts, his thoughts are on blackface? <laughs> oh, my God. No, um, I remember uh, there was something on social media. It was around the time like Halloween or something like that. Uh-huh. And it was like basically for people that were uncertain what would be appropriate or not mm-hmm. um, when it came to costumes. Because, I mean, of course, you know, adults, we like to actually like ha- make costumes based off of actual yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it gets real um, inappropriate when you put anything on your face. 
to darken, Actually, to, 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 to darken, darken yourself, your right. face. Like, that's a dead giveaway. But if um, you're just trying to represent a person... Um, Their character right? And stuff nothing like, that. like like real negative uh-huh. that would be stereotypical, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. That's what I, I mean. Like, that's what I read as well, and I agree with it. Um, it's just the way that you present the person it's, it's like that right. dude uh the the guy from canada justin trudeau is that his name mm-hmm. he did he got caught uh old pictures came out halloween where he like dressed up like an as an arab person or muslim yeah, person yeah. he did actual like brown face that's and what stuff. i'm saying like it's, it's certain things where i'm like okay if you know you're doing a little bit too much when you're trying to like mm-hmm. alter your face mm-hmm. to look like i don't know that's that's a little much for me everybody's thoughts are different when it comes mm-hmm. to that um but i would say like for anyone that's like thinking about that you'll probably have some comments so just be prepared <laughs> for comments like i yeah, mean yeah, don't yeah. be surprised if people mm. have something so to you're say. saying i I'm, i got to go to dress up as cornell west for halloween just no paint no paint well face. even I mean, though i'm probably people gonna be guessing is, if you like colonel sanders or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah. like that's the first thing i thought people gonna be like are you like it doesn't even matter halloween's not gonna no, happen you probably year. gonna be telling people like hey i'm cornell west <laughs> which yeah. is fine yeah. just don't be like walking around with like a brown face <laughs> like yeah i'm cornell yeah. don't do that <laughs> a lot of old people or like old entertainers are have recently gotten outed as uh or called out for their blackface, like Jimmy Fallon when he was doing like Chris Rock on SNL. Those are like stuff. obvious things, though. Mm-hmm. But you have to think that goes back. That's like a history. But that though. was like early two thousands. Like right. that was like not that long ago for him Mm-mm. to still be doing something like that. But the but uh, everything has changed now. Well, like, yeah, where people feel like they are can be a little bit more vocal about what they feel is disrespectful. Right, because I remember watching shows and people were mad about that years ago, 15 yeah, years yeah. ago, you know, about the, the costume issue and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But it seems it's just like the so voice society at large yeah, society has gotten it. more progressive mm-hmm. as we've gone. Uh, there's a lot of talk, too, in the Latino community about the recent movie that came out uh, with uh, Shia LaBeouf, where he plays like a oh, he, he plays a white person who grew up like in a Mexican hood or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like a drug dealer or a drug kingpin or something. I haven't seen the movie yet, but uh, I saw that there was like an article that came out in the L.A. Times where they were talking about it, bashing it pretty bad about how he's like almost like takes on all the characteristics of what a Latino person would be, mm-hmm. but it's almost like he's portraying and perpetuating the stereotype that a lot of Latinos are still like drug dealers or like. I guess gang members and shit like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, okay, so then, the, um, damn, what was the thing? Okay, so th- it was making me think about this. Then, like, what about? So you have like old school, like uh, drag, or mm-hmm. um, I, I guess drag because there's a little difference than than trans and drag. But like, if you were in drag, and especially maybe back in the day, because I think now it's a little more evolved and it's more character. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, it's like a, a perception of this man's perception of of to be f- to be feminine or yeah. whatever and then they lip sync a song because their voice is too deep to actually sing it or whatever mm-hmm. is i mean they, they i mean it starts treading in these gray areas you know it, it all depends too on how progressive the nation gets in the next few years to look back on certain things like just me as the person that I am, I look back on some of the music that I really love, and I'm like, damn, this some of this music was really misogynistic, dude. I was listening to uh, MJG and A Ball last week, uh-huh. and I was showing my girlfriend the song I liked, and then the lyrics were real bad, like awful. <laughs> yeah, and you knew it word for word probably too. <laughs> and then you're like, you're a progressive person, but then at the same time you're like, damn, 
like that i could see how somebody at that time who thinks the way that you do now would be offended at the time mm-hmm. kind of thing and I how mean, do you feel about that stuff now like like i mean y'all would still listen to it but you'd be like oh yeah yeah we start getting uh-huh. into some weird ethical areas like because yeah. i no matter what like you hear a michael jackson song in a club turn on and everyone kind of like still yeah, kind of yeah, jumps like oh you know there's still a visceral visceral was a visceral reaction yeah, yeah. in your body about oh this is a jam you know and then you're like oh shit we like you know like do we like it do we not like it i don't know Oh, because complete uh, a lot of people completely shut down yeah, R. Kelly. Off. So see, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we, when it gets to certain things, mm-hmm. like how far mm-hmm. are people willing to go? But I think that was a pretty um, extreme display, like to show, like okay, if people really boycott something, it could affect that person. Because like where they were boycotting um, concerts and everything, where a lot of like where it was just starting to be like empty seats mm-hmm. like a lot because i had watched the documentary and so that's like why i was thinking one? yeah so i was thinking like if people really wanted to and i know it was a lot of women that led that as well um that i had saw in a mm-hmm. documentary like you could literally like boycott something where a person wouldn't even make any money mm-hmm. that's like the best way to that. and that is the so so i mean like i don't think i've seen that before like on tv like actually seeing it so i was like man like um to a lot of things like you have the numbers and you like organize yeah you can get stuff done yeah Yeah. hit them where it really hurts yeah and i mean we uh personally like remember we were like should we play r kelly at our wedding because we had planned on having a wedding reception like like step in the name of love and ignition are two like really good songs but we're like at the same time it's like well see he didn't watch the you you didn't watch it you should watch it's crazy when i watched it it kind of like made me think about a lot of stuff and i'm like yeah i can't support somebody like even if it's and i know a lot of djs um in the documentary was talking about that too like well you know people some people still want to hear it and then you know so so this whole time he was being like this uh predatorial pedophile to all these young women mm-hmm. and he was at the same time making good women. ass music like uh, i believe i can fly and didn't shit. even skip a beat that's that insane. was crazy to me and then it's like it given the timelines when like yeah. certain things are coming mm-hmm. out i'm like ew ew like now uh, every time i think about that song i'm like around this time he was uh, yeah doing, he, yeah uh, uh, and Aaliyah uh, uh, was like young at the time too right but a number, Ooh, like that. Yeah, she yeah, was like 14 uh, what? no but, no wait yeah. that, that was pretty Ricky she was, was, four, that number, was right? she 14 something like that yeah 14 like she was in her teens like she wasn't nowhere near 18 I know Shit. that and then one of the was it one of the the, the crew one of the dancers or somebody had gave a report and it was another person too and i was just like man that's uh crazy. wasn't he married at the i time don't know too? still here saying to she i mean she i don't know if she ever said nothing but a person yeah. did confirm that they were there to see them get married right mm-hmm. was it the manager or something they said that they 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 can confirm yeah. that they got married, and well, I was just like, well, since the Me Seriously? Too movement, a lot of those people have been like shunned from Hollywood or in the music industry. For example, mm-hmm. like Bill Cosby was one of the big ones that he. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in pr- literally in prison now. He's probably going to die in prison, mm-hmm. uh, and they hit his pocket real hard. And R. Kelly, and there's still probably a lot out there that eventually, with time, mm-hmm. will come out. Like, uh, I don't want to make. Uh, assumptions about certain people that I've heard like cer- certain th- I think something came out about Nelly being like oh like, it's a lot of rappers yeah. that I've heard or R&B singers like I, I've I mean I guess that's just the industry especially like what was it like most of these people that I've been hearing about lately they kind of got that like 
claim to fame in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like the age of like uh, before there were um, the the Instagram models. You had like the actual like urban mm-hmm. models. Yeah, the uh, yeah. video vixens the, and the stuff Korean like. Stephens and uh, all of those. Yeah, yeah. That that were known to be in those videos. So I think maybe there probably was things going on. Um, they um, probably shouldn't have been going on. So, I forgot how we got to what we're talking about. Uh, I want to say her name was Korean Stephens. I'm not gonna give what what her name what, what was. She? was. She came out with a book. She was mm. like a she was like a video uh, star. Like she was in a lot oh, of like yeah, like, like, like rap yeah. yeah. and, and she came that. out with like a tell all book. And that was like back then. That was like the the controversial thing. Like she mm. was like giving names and stuff like that and didn't superhead yeah. do some shit like that, that too? that's her name that's, that's superhead oh okay she's yeah, the one i was trying to name. give i was trying to give her legal name yeah, yeah. i think ah, that's her legal name okay <laughs> well superhead was her name from like uh what i remember because i just remember her name. outing like shack and shit like that, that what word. that was her yeah. name. Didn't she? like not like out at shack as in like uh Anything like he did something to her, but he, I think she like was famous for All blowing Shaq or some shit like oh, that. I don't know. We gotta we go, do we research go, before we start we talking about shit like that. But that, <laughs> but she, but she came out with a book. I never read it though. Oh, but a lot of people talked about it. Yeah, with time, more and more people will come out with certain uh, things, and we'll learn about monsters that we live amongst right now. So it's crazy, yeah. right? And then I always think about like what what is going to be in like. Uh, 20 years when we're going to look back on now and be like, I can't believe we did that shit. Like, yeah. Relaxed and did it all the play. You know, we don't even know the type of shit people are going to be appalled with yet. Mm-hmm. And it, things are just going to continue to keep getting more progressive uh, for a specific, like, part of the population. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think right now there's, like, part of the population that's, like, fighting against that. Like this, uh, oh, these people that are so like uh, the PC police, the cancel culture and stuff like that. And, and there is certain people that probably take things too serious. And uh, but that's also just me, like as a comedian looking at it, like people still can make certain jokes. But as long as I don't think they're saying anything with like an intent to actually like uh, to put people down, I think that you can kind of get away with it if it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was listening to this interview with this that uh, Hannah Gadsby, the comedian Hannah Gadsby, uh-huh. and she was talking about um, shock shock comedians, where like yeah. a, a lot of their shits just like to to sound shocking or to uh-huh. to make an audience go, <gasps> you know. So uh, she's like, you know, I mean, if if uh, if that's all you're trying to say is to sh- shock somebody because you can, you're wasting your freedom of speech. Yes. You know, you're not saying anything. Ju- you're just uh-huh. being the jerk because you can be because you have the freedom to. You know, you're not really saying anything especially if uh the shock humor is punching down mm-hmm. you know uh there is a way to do use your shock humor for good and like somebody like uh or i don't necessarily good but to uh say something and have some conviction behind what you say like stuff that george carlin used to talk about with uh when he would say certain words that you definitely probably can't say now he would say on stage as a point to be like no these are like how real people talk and this is how things are really are kind of thing um uh, but yeah, the, I haven't seen that Hannah Gatsby thing. Have you? It was on NPR like two days ago on the radio. No, but the her. Oh, the Nanette. Her, the Nanette. I, I, never I, wa- saw I, that, I yeah. ended up watching it later that day because I I was so because moved by that, what she yeah, said yeah. in the interview. Uh, 
pushing another special, their latest one, uh-huh. that made me want to go back and check out the other one. And I was like, whoa, this is really... People <laughs> yes, were bashing like, it. They bashed it pretty hard, and actually, like, on Twitter. I mean, it, it, I guess because it kind of moved from stand-up to uh, something more like uh, theater or, or okay, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was it had, a, it had funny moments, but, man, it had a bigger point. Yeah. And uh, she keeps talking about building tension. She would build tension and then relieve it with a laugh. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she doesn't relieve it. She just builds a bunch of tension about like uh, when she was raped and attacked by a man uh-huh. and then leaves it there, you know, and she's like, and she's like, you know, you have to reconcile men in the audience. You have to reconcile those feelings inside of yourself because I'm not going to give you an out on, you know, like, oh, okay, like this, yeah, this yeah. powerful moment. Damn, we definitely need to check it's that good, out. It's good I, know I think it's still on Netflix. Yeah, because I was going to say um, there may be a good example of like a, a lot of comedians. Well, I know. um Cat Williams came mm-hmm. out with something, and then before that, it was Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. So it's like these um, seeing them in a, a different headspace, like mm-hmm. what they're presenting us. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more serious. Yeah. They give us a laugh here and there, but I think uh, now they're given the opportunity to to give more of their opinion in a, a more serious matter. Yeah. Um, Especially with everything that's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, the Dave Chappelle thing, he didn't have an audience, or he had an audience, but it was like mostly like it's almost like he was just saying a speech. Right, and right, was, and yeah. that's I guess that's the difference because like okay, so you don't have an audience, so you're not working mm-hmm. for the laugh, mm-hmm. so you're going to a bigger point, or, yeah. or it could be something more than just the laugh. And right. people you know, were more intently listening without the interruption of. Not, not that it like during a comedy show there's interruptions when it's laughter like if you're going down a tangent uh, and the audience is loving it you're more prone to stick to that 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 without but, but it was, uh, derailing from what you really want to say it was definitely different though mm-hmm. like I noticed uh, with those two it was different it was yeah. like a I wouldn't even say a style but it was just like more so it was just the, them Spoken trying word. to talk yeah. to us mm-hmm. without them like sitting down and just talking especially to two respected yeah. people like that who yeah. like they are they both are brilliant minds i mean mm-hmm. i think that i don't completely agree with everything like kind of like dave Chappelle, like on that last special was kind of a little iffy for me it, it wasn't was some, the funniest to me some but parts in there where yeah, i, I kind of was like it was uh, I mean, like with the whole video about um, the the young woman that was supporting Trump. I know she's a Trump supporter, correct? She's mm-hmm. conservative. Are you talking about Candace Owens? Yeah. Oh wait, and I was talking about the other the actual comedy special. But yeah, okay. this last one was because that's like, the, was that's one I was talking good. about. Talking the about? very the very last one about did her it, being an articulate idiot. Kind of offend you when he was like, yeah, when he was when, when he worded her. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like I I think I was okay with some, I mean him expressing how he felt about the video but then when we started talking about her as a woman yeah I was just was like alright okay it's getting a little, a little bit too much, yeah. yeah it's going over yeah for her to call her, call her an articulate idiot was pretty, kind of pretty funny <laughs> I mean like I'm not saying well, like the, the, the like her as a woman, I just mean her as the person no, that she is when it comes to politics. But it and was, stuff it like was that. what he said beyond that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was some offensive things relating to, like you know, her womanhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, I was just like, well, that's a little extra for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking on social media and I kind of saw that uh, there were other. Yeah. I mean, you know, people that probably feel the same way about her. You know, what she did was not particularly favored. Right. Um, well, she's kind of makes money off 
right hate speech almost you know and yeah. um and how he was back you know she, how she was bashing george floyd and he's no longer here so mm. you know that was kind of unnecessary to me but i mean but when he kind of got on her that hard i was like all right i think i was with you too we got up to this point uh, yeah <laughs> but you, for the like for the most part of it that you agreed with him on the stuff that he was saying like aside from the whole like candace owens thing um, I respected that he um, gave his opinion about what he thought about the current climate, especially um, as the situation, the the uproar that came after George Floyd. Um, I respected that he used his platform to let people know that that was not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has more than just black, uh-huh. you know, audience members True. at his shows. Yeah. So. I respected that he did that because I think that a lot of celebrities of color are starting to say something, so people won't think. They're not like, afraid to lose, right? Or the idea right. of them losing money. But back in the days, like, like, you couldn't say nothing controversial because you don't want to fuck up your money. Because the world almost shut down. We, we're, I mean, there's not mm-hmm. really much going on anyway, so you might as well speak your piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if there's no other time to do that. But of course, you know, all comedians can still be controversial. And some of the stuff that they say, even well, if they're know, trying to get I, a point across. Right. And I'm not trying to be controversial w- with anything I say, you know, because, uh, you know, there's stuff I said in my material before that I think kept me from getting booked. But it wasn't because I was trying to be talking about drugs or uh-huh. I was trying to talk about my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my life's some kind of sometimes like, you know, you know, past the line, you know, it's not healthy or functional or mm-hmm. or even like. um you know, it and it is probably offensive the way I live it, you know, some, or I lived it and live it sometimes too, you know. But yeah, you know, I never out the gate was like, oh, I'm going to get them with this one. They're going to, they're not going to, they're going to shit themselves when they hear this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's different though. Like when you talk about your life and then when you start talking about other people, like how mm. do you know when it's, I mean, because I'm not a comedian. So I'm like, so how do you know when, well, yeah, they, to when say you draw some, the line? When you're shitting on yeah. somebody, how like, how far and yeah. how hard are you going to go? Like, are you going to be mad? Like, I, I I, don't want, like, the idea of, like, um, like if I don't like somebody or I don't agree with them, like, I'm probably just going to stay on the part that I don't agree with. But when I start going into, like, maybe talking about their family and shit like mm-hmm. that, then it, it becomes, like, a, or like a how they look a different thing. I, it becomes like on me becoming kind of bitter or whatever mm-hmm. particular thing it is. Um, uh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say earlier. Uh, Sorry. No, no, no. This, this is good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, uh, damn. I need to uh, rewatch that Dave Chappelle thing. I, ha- I haven't seen it. Because since I, it's, I only watched it's that one time. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while. I think that was the one thing that kind of like caught me off guard. Yeah. I can't really say that anything else made me feel like, oh, man, like, uh-huh. I don't know if you should have said that or not. I think that was probably the only part. Yeah. But do I agree with the video that she had? You know, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But just then, to put that um, out there, but yeah. Cat Williams yeah. put one out too mm-hmm. uh, that we, a couple nights yeah. ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watched and, it. Uh, what did you think about that one? I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I mean, it, it was um, – it definitely felt like – I mean, you made the comparison already, but it definitely felt like he was ha- trying to have his, like, 846 – or what was it, 846? Yeah, or? yeah, the Chappelle one. Mm-hmm. 846 moment. But it seemed like it came from the heart. In his own way, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you could tell. It, what he you could even tell he was kind of uncomfortable doing it without mm-hmm. an audience, but he did it anyway. And um, there was, like, an 
like an earnestness to it you know yeah. there's like a sincerity to it that i, I appreciate it and, I, and i've always been a fan of cat williams and he, mm-hmm. you know right wrong or indifferent all the crazy shit he's done you know in and out of, of the public life is you know i'm still enjoying him i, I like him and um, me, me and sherry went to go see him uh when we first started dating at the mm-hmm. uh, that grand prairie theater was it the verizon yeah. or i don't know what's called now verizon. uh but at the time, it was a sold-out show, and we were, like, at the top of the thing or whatever. And I was just like, man, this dude is, like, magnetic. Mm-hmm. Like, like he got a standing ovation. And I've never – I've only given – stood up at a comedy show twice. I saw Bill Burr at the Majestic one time, fucking destroyed. It was really great to point to us. I was like, I found myself just standing up. Like, this was fucking amazing. Yeah. And then when I saw Cat Williams, when I went with Charrier, and it was just like – He's such a truth speaker. Like it, it's like it's like I, I don't feel like anytime he says anything, this fool is lying. He's very Even if raw. it's like the like, the right, frowned upon raw. opinion, I was like, this dude is the shit. But like, like it's it's a raw to where it's like he speaks a lot about his personal life mm-hmm. too. So uh-huh. like I feel like he's um very open about that. Yeah, yeah. Especially you know <laughs> in light of what he does off stage, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. makes fun of that too. Because yeah, yeah. I mean he got two lives, you know, the yeah, one on true. stage and the one off stage. Which he's, he's been an intelligent in jail person. A lot. <laughs> he's an intelligent person. Yeah. Yeah. But Patrice O'Neill said the hardest he's ever seen uh, a black comedian kill a black groom. The harder the, the the two hardest ones he said one was Tracy Morgan and yeah. one was Cat Williams. The I hardest he's both, ever seen. I can both see both of those. And yeah. uh, just he said, like he was just you know in awe of the power. You know, mm-hmm. I felt that because we were in the mm-hmm. nosebleeds, like we were it super was, high. It was awesome. I and still everybody was engaged. Just like he just had us from the well. Mark Curry opened up for him, which was was hilarious too. Mark <laughs> Cooper, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. I never, I had never seen him do stand up <laughs> before, and he was hilarious. <laughs> I bet he's good. And was. he was real jokey, like just like he's just like this goofy guy, yeah. just like the way he was on the show. But when Cat Williams came out, I was like, oh was shit, crazy. like this is like we're about to hear like, like just like a fucking philosopher, and we're all sitting around. Mm-hmm. And I the, definitely get excited about what he said. It it, it does draw you in. It, it, it did. It was. It, but, but but to be up there and to have everybody up there as engaged as if you were right in front of him, and then to, to make people stand up up there was it's just very impressive. It's, it was really cool. I, I feminist and feminist like feminism like was one of the ones we did. The, Deconstruct that. Yeah, from a how the women, viewpoint. how the women were treated in certain uh, books or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing with capitalism and also like Marxism and that's that's what that uh the Hannah Gatsby was talking about in uh-huh. in Nanette. She was talking about Pablo Picasso and um, <laughs> he's a piece of shit, wasn't he? Yeah, he. he apparently, yeah. I didn't know I didn't know anything about him, but she was saying yeah. like he he uh had sex he had sex with a seventeen year old girl and she's like fuck it I'm off the, I'm done. Shit. She's like, you know, but everyone's like, oh, you can't, man. He made cubism. He made all this great uh-huh, art. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't separate the artist from his art, you know? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, fuck that. I'm done with him. You know, everyone's off his ass now. Fuck that. I'm done. Yeah. And then the same, she was saying the same thing for the guy that cut off his ear. What's the painter that cut off his yeah, ear? Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Van Gogh. Yeah. She was yeah. like the same, you know, like he treated he women badly like too. That. And I, that's all I need to know to not know. For I, her to completely cut him off as a, as the artist. Yeah, because she like studied art history. So she's like all, even all fine art, all high art. It's just um, basically men, uh, you know, objectifying women, uh-huh. you know, and and then she does a bunch of bits off that. But she's like, so she's like, in a way, refreshingly, like dismissive of all this, like stuff we all this art we hold way way up here, yeah. you know, and it's like, man, fuck it's, that. It's, it's R. Kelly shit all over again. Modern version of yeah, the R. Yeah. Kelly thing. It's like people are like, you go back and are like, damn, that dude was a piece of shit. Separate so the, the art, the art, art, yeah. 
If you can, like, if you can't, well, though, think about like, how long this was happening, though. I think that that was probably, like, the example of the difficulty for some people to, to make the separation. Mm-hmm. Because um, I don't think, because I was pretty young in some of those periods of time, so I probably wouldn't even thought about it, you know. Uh-huh. But watching, well, when I watched it, I didn't realize the span of time that that happened mm-hmm. and how many times like people could have said something it was always well you know this happened and uh-huh. i could have but i didn't i just kind of you know and i was just like it's a lot of could mm-hmm. and people were just like but you know i mean yeah. it ain't my business or it's something you know what i'm saying like or it's well uh it's a reason you know mm-hmm. that's probably not true so i think it's because like you you really like the art that a person puts out, but uh-huh. you choose maybe not to, to look be at ignorant, the other yeah. stuff. Maybe willfully ignorant to right. the life because uh-huh. this person Because there, there was always, it was for some reason, always a way he got caught, but he never uh-huh. got, you know, tried for anything solid. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he just escaped go But even with that going on, you know, I feel like he just kept getting a pass. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's like, okay, well, he'll do better next time. He'll that, do better next time. I also feel like that's a thing for like, uh, rich people can buy their ways out of it too so if the person that the real victim is gets paid off or they like drop the case uh-huh. they'll be like okay well i'm off of this one because i paid it off or and sign them in yeah, the nda and all that if you got an nda like right away on your phone then you're probably a piece of shit right right that's crazy he had ndas shit. on his phone oh i don't know i just assume uh <laughs> i don't even know if that's a thing that people do i just uh i was i was thinking about secession that tv show where oh, that dude, yeah. like he kills somebody like in ireland or something like that and right away they oh uh, the nda right or when he that guy is at the party, he sees the main character doing some shit, and they gave break him off like ten grand, and they make him sign an NDA like right away, like yeah. it's like on hand. Imagine like how many like politicians and just rich ass people have shit like that. A like bunch. Trump, I'm sure has well, a bunch of NDAs out there that people have to sign. Intimidation. Uh-huh. I think when you think about it, a lot of times that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Like if people are already fearful of something, like, um, and then you have this person that could probably bend them to their will. Like, mm-hmm. so they feel like, okay, well, if I do this, maybe, you know, I'll be okay or something like that, that they'll give it their yeah. one. Because I feel like, I don't, I don't want to keep bringing up R. Kelly, but a lot of those women were saying, like, mentally, they don't under, they don't even know what they were doing. Uh-huh. It was like a cult. He, he yeah, was manipulating their minds. Where it and, was yeah. just like, you know, so I'm just like, and, and I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in different aspects too, like a different situation. Yeah. Like fear is a, can be kind of manipulated into different things uh-huh. to have people to do different things, unfortunately. Damn, and then also to be crazy. young and think your career is either going to go up or down based on this yeah. choice yeah, right this here. This is our know? Kelly. Like, there's yeah. even, I'm just saying like there's grown women like of age women they were still saying like i don't even know why i made some of the poor Uh decisions that i made i mean i just think it's you're drawn to that person probably that charismatic yeah it's it's it can be choices but just also like wanting certain things Mm -hmm. or thinking a certain way and then there's also even the thing of you don't think society will can change in my lifetime so i mean this is how it is and this is i'm stuck in this you just start you're okay with it Mm-hmm. All kinds of just you make all kinds of justifications. And after somebody right? dies, you kind of try to uh, like if R. Kelly had died right before that documentary came out, I don't, a lot of that stuff might not have came out or been uh, as bad against him as it as it is now. Why he's still alive, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Like the Michael Jackson, people still listen to Michael Jackson like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still hear him on the radio all the time. Oh, and he, well, I don't know how true that shit all is. All those allegations kind of. Did you didn't see that? Didn't they come yeah. out that with the, on the, HBO? Most, the most recent one where people were like really talking about it? I, I still need to see I it. I felt stupid. Okay, after I watched that documentary, I felt stupid because I was like, man, it was right in front of our faces and we uh-huh. didn't want to believe it because we thought he was, you know, this childlike artist, yeah, pure. Yeah, uh-huh. All this other shit. Macaulay, like, Coke, Macaulay Coken, like, so, was saying, you know, did not, because didn't he say yeah, nothing, he, happened, nothing right? happened? That was probably his beard. He probably had a, so, the, some of the famous cute kids around him say, like, I didn't molest yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah. then they'll speak on his behalf because he didn't molest them. Uh-huh. And he's like, you never treated me like that. It's like, no shit. He planted, or, you know, he, he, he's he probably that, did that on that purpose. He's that brilliant of a mind that he can think out that far in yeah, advance, yeah, do some like, shit like that. He's a they'll unknowingly, unwittingly be there to try to defend me. It's kind of crazy to me. I don't know. Like, I, Man. That documentary it, is it, it got crazy. I still wanna, I still wanna see it for myself it, because it, I remember when it came out and everybody. I felt guilty for liking was, his music, but he made like, such great music though. That's what's mm-hmm. crazy. Like it, it reminds me Musically, of that. Musically, he that, was uh, amazing. That Gerard Carmichael joke where he talks about like, at what point do we start like forgetting like. Uh, what people did like a good song by their art like he's all I like mean, he said that he was watching uh that woody allen movie uh uh was that midnight in paris and he's mm-hmm. like halfway through midnight in paris he's like i i forgave woody allen like yeah because like, the art was so good or whatever a complicated feeling man it is i man. watched a show called uh the morning show have y'all heard of it the morning show uh it's about like a regis and kelly type of show you know mm-hmm. where it's on yeah. it's played by steve carell and jennifer aniston or like oh, the it's region. on Apple, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they play like kind of like a Regis and Kelly type uh-huh. type morning show people, and uh, that show kind of just a, does a does a deep dive into like the Me Too issues about m- m- powerful men, and I guess this guy he was like a Regis type character who would have sex with like a lot of his underlings, and he's like at the beginning of the show he's all screaming, "This is consensual. We're having consensual sex." Oh, shit. But then they start getting into like the the. The nuance of like, well, no, you're you're above them. At, What's at consensual? Because you're still you you're their boss. Yeah, so yeah. she's gonna think. What yeah, if she yeah. thinks? What if I get fired? Right. If I say no. And they, yeah, and they start getting into all these things uh-huh. and like and how it, man, it, that move that show made me feel like crazy. I was like, because I I, I kind of had like maybe one idea or one notion at the beginning and towards the end of the the season, I was like, God, and like uh-huh. I was getting sitting there in my bedroom watching the show, being like uncomfortable and ashamed of I started going oh, man questioning said, everything everything do. I've done and I was like man it, it goes back to I keep bringing a draw Carmichael but on that Carmichael show do you remember that episode where uh what's that guy's name the one from uh he he did a show with Sinbad uh Lil Rel. Oh, yeah. Lil Rel's character is Gerard Carmichael's brother in the show, mm-hmm. and they're talking about kind of having this similar conversation. And then he starts to think that he raped a girl, and he starts to talk about it. Do you remember that episode? Oh, when he was like, so, like, did I? Like, he's he was like, thinking back. that girl? Like, he started thinking back. Well, like, I think he was like, did, did, was it consent, or uh-huh. was that what he was struggling with? He couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, like I kind of vaguely remember that, but I do remember him like sitting there, and he was like, "So, like, did she did she say it was okay?" Uh-huh. Or, and I was just like, "So, I wonder if a lot of guys now are thinking that." And I don't, and I guess like I, like some people are like, "Oh, well, then that means it's gonna be a whole lot of people that's gonna like falsely accuse." But then I'm just like, I don't, I think that might not happen as much. Well, we're in a new space, and we mm-hmm. need like new words to explain to each other what these feelings yeah, are and wanna... because it's like we didn't overuse consent so much 
what, now it's yeah, like we, we're going to redefine what consent yeah, is now. now. It's yeah. Very, yeah, various degrees of consent. Yeah, it was coercion or like you know it was like uncomfortable, but I acquiesced or uh-huh. you know I went with it because I didn't. I was afraid to say that. Whatever. That's interesting though about that show. I'd like to check that out. That show mm-hmm. we're talking about. Good. I want to. I want to watch that now yeah. to see. It's pretty crazy. good. It's, is, all, it, is it a funny show? It's it's got funny moments, but it's dark and okay. it's got it's a good show. It's all around a really well written good show. Damn, there's so many TV shows. Like, like uh, we still ain't watch so much stuff. Yeah. Watch that one, man. So like, um, to change the subject a little bit, <laughs> like, to, to lighten to talk it up about, some, to talk about uh, stuff that's been going on with you in the quarantine since we haven't been able to do mm-hmm. stand up. Like, what have you been watching aside from that, or what have you been like? You say you were doing the bonsai yeah, stuff. Yeah, watching like, a lot of bonsai videos. How, how uh, did you get into the bonsai thing? Just I just came. I always love trees and uh, looking at trees and stuff. <laughs> it sounds yeah. crazy, but it's I find it relaxing looking at trees and uh-huh. and uh, you know the idea of this thing's going to be here way after I'm dead. You know. Yeah, yeah. And sure. it, 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 it'll, hopefully it'll yeah, still be around. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, hopefully yeah. I don't know, just all, all the things that it leads to. So like, uh, so I, I I was just looking up a video and then I saw this guy named Peter Chan, this uh-huh. Chinese guy that uh, lives in London, I think, and. And he's got a, gr- a great YouTube channel about bonsai. So I went through all his. I watched all his stuff, and then started watching all this other stuff. Is that bonsai? Like, no, no, those are just little baby aloes. Oh, okay, I sweet. Oh, yeah. Dante brought us a little aloe vera plant. Mm-hmm. I've and, been wanting uh, one of those for forever. Yeah. Is uh, my mom has some at the house, and uh, when I used to get sick and stuff, or like something was on, she would cut one open mm-hmm. and like heat it up, and that shit would be like sticky, and it would fucking hurt when it she put good, it on. Man. Me. Yeah, it's kind of burns. It burns. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, those are like little babies, but with a little bit of love, there'll be something else. And then I was thinking, I was like, because I have a bunch of them, and I was like, well, if I bring them a big one, I don't know if they, oh, if they, cool. if they, but that's, that's fine, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And I then love, also, I love the sticker too, dude. Oh yeah, Chinga yeah. la amiga, that's what yeah, it says yeah. on there. Oh yeah. So that's what I was passing out on the last uh, the last comedy tour. Yeah. Well, that right before uh, the pandemic happened, and right before where the pandemic was uh, uh, already happening, right? The first case in in Texas uh-huh. hit McKinney on our drive down to uh, to Houston. To Houston, yeah. The the, it was first, the last little the run of shows, the road shows that I did, and Dante and me went to Houston, and then the following night we went to West Laco and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came back and hit Austin, and when we were in Austin, that was when it that was, was, when, that it was when everybody and I'm like was talking about you it. And yeah. I'm like, you need to be careful. Yeah, uh-huh. I had to come back and get tested after that because I had a cough and sure he's. Oh, and I had I had just I had gotten it. over. I was like at the end of feeling sick. So all this also, I was thinking about this during the pandemic yeah. too. I was like how, how casual people who are like right pre sick or po- like uh-huh. kind of post sick. Yeah, that you know you should be at home by yourself. Now, 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 if you get sick, and you're now like, it's majorly disrespectful. But pre-COVID, everyone kind of like, well, they got a cough or a sniffle. Yeah, me and Dante were literally down in Austin or down in uh, Houston and in the Valley. Like Dante was just getting over his yeah. being, him being sick, and sure he's looking at me like I'm crazy. He's like, you knew that shit. Well, I had a cough, <laughs> but I felt better. Yeah, I didn't have, I hadn't had a fever yeah, for yeah. like four days, you know. So like I was past the fever, uh-huh. but I was still like, man, I can't. Qu-. Dude, I was like. like it's crazy because those shows were so good, man. Like mm-hmm. they were so fun to go do, and like those were my first like real run of like headlining shows, and I was excited, and I was like, hell yeah, this year's gonna be the shit, and then mm-hmm. bam, everything. Happened. And I went with that because I didn't know how long it was until I was gonna do comedy shows, uh-huh. or you know, cause I was real excited about doing it. And when I got on the way back, I was like, man, I came, I came to the trip thinking I was like, this is gonna creatively sustain me and give me momentum and and shoot me off yeah, to, yeah. to go do more, but that all just came crumbling down. But I feel like creatively, it did kind of sustain me, and in, a, in an emotional way. Like after, okay. when everything uh-huh. when everything shut down, we were just stuck at home. I was like, 
well, at least I got that out. Yeah. You know, I got that out. And it's always fun yeah. going to another city and doing stand-up to different audiences. And mm-hmm. uh, that first night was fun in Houston. And we got to hang out with DDT. And, uh, yeah, it was nice seeing DDT. I felt bad because we were like, oh, man, let's go hang out with Jingo. Let's go hang out with Jingo. She's <laughs> yeah. like, go, go hang out with your little Chingo. <laughs> yeah, we would <laughs> hang out with Chingo, right. But uh, it was a, a day of the week. like, And she also and, had to work the next day, too. And it's crazy because, like uh, – it's just crazy to hear people what they speculate what's about to happen and uh-huh. then and then yeah. what really happened I don't know and yeah and we're all still there sharing like drinks sharing and a shit. joint and I was yeah. like man I was like bad I, habits in general it took forever for people to like uh-huh. get acclimated to not shaking just stuff like not shaking hands because like even when they were like don't shake hands <laughs> people still reaching I'm like uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean I guess I could put some hand sanitizer on mm-hmm. after like you just mm-hmm. it took a while it did. like just for people to stop doing that because people still doing it anyway like mm-hmm. I think about all the things. <laughs> I know, right? All the shit. And it, it doesn't seem like that long ago, though. What's crazy? March was uh, five long. months ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But it, that is a long time. Half it a is year. a long time, yeah. Half a, half a year, your career can change. Half a year, you can mm-hmm. make some big strides. But half a year, man, everyone got put on pause. Yeah. And Damn, we, and we still not doing what we supposed to do in mm-hmm. America. No, no, that's a shame, right? And that's five months like, in, and that's we still like, just put a mask on, please. Yeah. Yeah, how are people still arguing about whether or not they should wear a mask? Right. That's probably Jesus. the same people that still be reaching their hand out to shake your hand. It's like the same people that still are like representing the person that lost in the Civil War, the team that lost in the Civil War. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's the same shit. It's they like, still have their Confederate hat. Like, I, mean, I like the hat. I, I like wearing it. Yeah. So, so just to throw this little tidbit out, do you remember like that video of that school in Georgia that like went viral with all those high school kids uh-huh. that weren't wearing masks mm-hmm. and stuff? And I was like, dang, that's such they had like a bad 90 idea. cases right away. And yeah. They had to shut back and down. They, it, you know, people was going to check back on that. I'm like, now they scooting got highlighted. Now people going to purposely like just mm-hmm. watch to well, see what happens. I'm glad that she did that. You know, that's fucking great. And yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that kind of was like our little glimpse of what it could be because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out just, you know, the time I was in high school and just remember how like crowded the hallways but would be like you would literally yeah. bump into uh-huh. people walking all up and down and just being like on people like unintentionally because it's so many people passing by and so i'm just like how would that work uh-huh. like if one person coughed like have you ever seen like the thing and it's on a plane it's like on a plane where if a person like uh i think it's sneeze or cough or something like that and like it goes out mm-hmm. and around, it mm-hmm. almost goes around. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh, that's disgusting!" Like you think that you're probably out of the danger zone, and it like kind of yeah, almost it, wraps. It, like if if we had throw like powder, it's like if we threw powder on it, and it, powder it'll, represented it'll what it was. Almost, that powder it, would almost hit you in the back too. Yeah. Like if you in the back, and I was like, "Dang!" So like if somebody one person cough or sneeze, well, and they don't even have a mask on, somebody minded they business. Yeah. <laughs> but we're about right to see the face. effects of what the shit's really gonna be like when it's all crazy. these kids are around each other and then they go home and like spreading it that way and that's the scary part it's yeah. gonna be even like, worse for like the lower income schools that like probably don't like take all the precautions that like yep like uh, a richer school or, and, and that's what i was thinking too because like ri- i bet people that are upper middle class rich people yeah they probably didn't they if they were sick they didn't Go to work. No, they but if you're poor enough and you're yeah. sick, you go to work because you, you have, have to go to, to work. Go to work. Yeah. There's people probably got tested for COVID and were like, I can't quarantine. I have Dude. to go home and I have to work. You know. You want to hear some crazy shit? I've told you this over the the over text and stuff. Uh-huh. But like, so there was this cook at my where I work, 
who got COVID, and uh, a cook, a cook, <laughs> yeah. Cesar, he <laughs> <laughs> got COVID. And, uh, oh, we're not saying we'll edit that part. Yeah, we'll edit that part out. But what I'm saying is, like, he was a cook. Literally, he lives in Mesquite. Touch no. food. We got, we go. This is gonna be the first time no, okay. we add the bleep yeah, in there, so we won't get sued. So I, I didn't, I didn't notice this, but one of my coworkers, she's a little more observant than me. She's like, "Man, he looks like shit," and I was like, "He looks." I didn't even notice, but he looked like he was kind of run down, oh, and I didn't wasn't damn. thinking about it. And then we had worked like three shifts with him, and she's like, "Man, he doesn't look good. I think he might be sick." And I was like, "Nah, for real." And I saw him, and I was just kind of watching him and shit. And then I watched him go to the back and grab a cough drop. I was like, "Why are you getting a grab, getting a cough drop for?" Yeah, it? yeah. And then he he mentioned that he can't smell anything, and I was like, "What? You can't oh, smell anything? Fuck!" I was like, "Man, you need to go get tested. Yeah. You need to go get tested." That'd have been me. That'd so been me. I can see myself doing. He went, it. To, he went to this doctor in Garland uh-huh. named Yvette. Um, Lozano, Yvette Lozano. Ooh, you good with that? Yeah. Yeah. Like well, yeah, I remember you were telling me about this. Yeah, like uh, she, he went to go get tested. She didn't take, give him a test. She didn't do a swab, no test. She looked at him. She's like, "Yeah, you have it. Uh, don't wear a mask because this is still around the time that Trump was pushing hydrochloroquine uh-huh. and like uh, masks. You know, were still boo boo and and on Fox News and stuff. And uh, she's like, "Don't wear a mask. That's what's making you sick." So he came back to work and he would refuse to wear a mask because a doctor told you know of course she told uh, yeah and also you know she she's a Spanish speaking doctor Cuban lady yeah yeah so she's telling all these like uh, undocumented people that you know don't, don't have the money to go to a better doctor don't mm-hmm. know any better meanwhile she's making money off uh, giving people injections so they're coming in there she's like you're positive I started reading re- her reviews and she's just looking someone's mouth and she's like yeah you're positive you know <sighs> open and she would up. give them like these injections and then they, she, they'd have to pay to get an injection. I don't know what she vitamins, but she's that's how yeah. she's making her money, right? She's uh-huh. like just turning them, giving people injections. So this is person with these right wing views probably mm-hmm. believes this one thing, doesn't believe in science, and out here probably yeah, spreading. Well, she was that pushing bullshit. hydrochloroquine big time on, oh, on YouTube and stuff. And so. Oh, that's crazy. And that's why me. we're shunned from the rest of the world, probably. Well, I, you tried to do the right thing because I feel like I would have been like you and I've been like, okay, bro. And he tried to do the right thing too, and he got tricked. He, thought yeah. he, he was just doing what he thought and that's was the sad right. Part like. You pay your money, and then you know you trust this mm. medical professional. Mm. When it reaches the point where you even have to like question the medical professionals, like mm. that's like, what do you do with that? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Like that. That's really sad. Where it gets down to that, like he's like, well, I mean, she wouldn't have told me, if, right? And he was, he was. We got an argument in the kitchen with him. I was like, and he was like, "You're crazy," and I was like, "You're crazy. You gotta have a mask." Uh-huh. I was like, "Can you say and, uh, that with a napkin well, over your mouth?" Because I know <laughs> all of this is just well, everywhere. This fool's making all the food and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, he was oh, making all the food. Oh, he he might have got people sick. And he got the guy that works, you know, because like it, and it's a lion cook, so he's like on this one, and then there's a guy oh, over here, a guy no. over here. He got the one next to him sick. Uh-huh. Oh boy, he got he, he got sick. But everyone, I mean, everyone that was diligent about their mask, they didn't get sick. So yeah, that's yeah. a testament to how. Useful. We should be wearing. Yeah, actually, wearing masks. Yeah, we probably should have been wearing that. <laughs> no, this was yesterday. Can y'all hear me good with this mask on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you, Dante, for wearing a mask. <laughs> yes, thank you, uh, and uh, shout out to Caesar. Yes, I got, uh, <laughs> I got, I got mine on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this shit's crazy, man. I, I don't see it ending anytime soon. No, years until there's a vaccine, man. We're anytime gonna... soon. Oh, that's what's so crazy. About probably two it. more years or so. I heard someone, someone speculated. 2022 and then i heard this economist yeah. on npr say that we probably won't get back to a pre-covid economy, economy 2028 <sighs> that's crazy right it's eight years from now but we mm-hmm. still won't do what we need to do i know and i was broke before this 
economic so crisis. Like, are you working right now yeah like, yeah so yeah. i'm waiting waiting table but i wait tables a couple of days a week but mainly what i do is like do the shopping for the restaurant go, mm-hmm. go pick up the food mm-hmm. and all of this and has business been real slow where you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. yeah yeah so but we're at 50 percent capacity people and i have a friend who lives in new york and he's like it's crazy he's, he's like uh so is, ev- is everything still closed down here like it is up here and i was like no everything's open no one gives a shit in texas and oh everything's they don't. still closed over there yeah, well, I mean, he said all restaurants are outside, mm. you know, so everyone yeah. you know, it has to sit outside. And I was like, man, we don't, Texas doesn't give up. Mm, a sure lot, of, people, a lot of people say that. And we feel guilty. And they, like they, right they, 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 they sell it as yeah. freedom. We got, you got all this freedom uh-huh. in Texas. No, you have freedom to exploit labor is what, yeah. is what we have in the state. Yeah, like Luis said, like, I felt bad, like, because I know that, you know, we didn't have anything, but then, like, I told him, I said, you can tell, like, the waiters and everybody, like, you could tell, like, it was, I don't want to say fear, but it was just, like, an apprehensive thing. And then I was like, you know, and I was like, you know what, we probably shouldn't even do this anymore because, like, I can only imagine, like, what they go through every day. Like, just trying to work and, like, coming, literally coming into contact with strangers Mm -hmm. every day. And so I was just like, I, I don't want to be one of those people where they like, oh, you know, do they have it? Like, it, it's just a, it's just stress, like to stress like that all day, every day. That's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and it's like a, a low paying job mm. that became high risk. Oh, the job changed out from under people. Yeah. But the pay didn't. The pay no, got worse. And then the hazard pay. The pay like got worse. We don't have any laws with this shit yet. Like towards like they mandatory hazard pay if you make somebody work mm-hmm. in conditions like that. Nah, they don't give a fuck. I mean, they're trying to make their buck. That's all it's about. Like a friend of mine, he actually got it right. He uh, he's a manager at his job, and uh, when he when his boss found out he had it, he's like, uh, my friend asked him. He's like, hey, so like, am I still gonna get paid while I'm off? Because I have to quarantine for two weeks, and even then, I gotta get tested. Uh, I, I need to just figure out what I need to do, you know. And the boss was like. Well, uh, I don't think it'd be right if we pay you because if uh, we paid you, then everybody's going to want to get COVID. Mm, yeah, I was like, what? what kind of mentality is that? That's that somebody stupid. would even think something like that. Uh, but that's that the world that we live in. That's the world we live in, though. I was like, is that an excuse not to pay me? Like, And there's somebody seriously? out there listening right now that's probably got a job that's like, man, my job would fucking suck. If I got COVID right now, or they like, there's no guarantee. There's no like laws for that shit. Because they they are supposed to pay, Mm -hmm. like, Mm so I'm hoping that anybody that's listening to this, like, you know, hopefully you don't. But if for whatever reason you do, or even if you need to get tested, yeah, your job's supposed to help you out. Mm -hmm. So don't let them convince you otherwise i I hope not i was fortunate that uh since i do doordash uh and i touch people's food and a bunch of stuff like that when i got tested they they cut me a check oh really for the two weeks of the days that i was off i think it was like 10 days when i got my results back but uh not everybody has that luxury honestly it's a team effort if you think about it like if you're that callous to where you're telling somebody well, I don't know what you're going to do, but you better mm-hmm. figure it out and say if a person is in that situation, like, like like Dante mentioned, because that might be the case. Uh-huh. And then it's like, well, what if you get everybody else sick and mm-hmm. then somebody gets really, really sick? Yeah. And then what? Right. So it's like, it, 
you just gonna have to take an L for That's one person effect. to save so, like a whole team. Right. Sometimes well, our, you our have to. Our restaurant had to close, and the owner paid for everyone to get tested. So that I, that actually was nice. That. All right. So to switch out on some of this seriousness, <laughs> um. I was uh, thinking about the movie that's on Netflix that everyone was talking about on social media, the Project Power. The Jamie Foxx. Jamie yeah. Foxx. Joseph Gordon. Sharia kept calling him uh, John Lovitz. <laughs> John Lovitz. She's all like, she's all like, oh, I love John Lovitz. I was like, you love John Lovitz? And he's like, oh, I find John Lovitz attractive or something one time when we were watching, uh, what was the movie that we were watching? 50-50. We recently watched that movie. And she kept calling him John Lovitz. I was like, you talking about John, Joseph Gordon Levitt? Can you Levitt? imagine if she like, said some real ugly dude? Was like, I like him. And yeah. you're like, man, what do you see in me? Yeah, exactly. yeah, for real. <laughs> well, John Lo- you know who John Lovitz is, right? No. He's a... Uh, He's a famous like uh, I think he was a comedian, comedic actor. I think he was on SNL, yeah. so he's like a fatter dude, kind of short. Uh, so, he so was the we, voice of the critic on that '90s cartoon. Oh yeah, it yeah, stinks. Yeah. It stinks. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Uh, he was also in a, a movie about high school stuff. I can't remember. You're high school to, high. You trying Wasn't to get me to remember? I have to look it up. Okay, yeah. So Once you see a picture, John, yeah, sexy see, John Lovitz. Yeah, if you see a picture of him, yeah. <laughs> But the movie is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jamie Foxx, and uh, what, what's like the gist of the movie? Okay, so the gist of the movie, not to give it away too much, is based around like having superpowers. But the the interesting part is they kind of make it more so like a a drug-related situation. Uh-huh. Like you take this drug and you get superpowers for like, a short amount of for time five, for like five minutes yeah. right? and you don't know what it's going to be right, right. You don't know what it is. but the plot twist is which i thought was interesting we, i didn't see it too much in there but like it could be like the complete opposite and some like fake yeah, yeah like well no Orleans not even also. that like the same pill but like depending on the person's like genetic makeup like something horribly could happen to you so like that was that was interesting. You like think the whole time like is it gonna happen? Yeah, is it gonna like, happen? You take this drug, you're like, what am I gonna turn into, or what my power? Oh. Where's my power? Or oh, what be? are you not gonna right? do? What if you yeah. took the you took the pill and you're like, what's your power? Like I can read fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so me and Luis was like asking each other like what we thought we would be, and I was like, I think I would just be like invisible. It was actually somebody in there that was invisible, and they were oh never mind. But uh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna give you much more than that. But well, well for like. <laughs> So you you get this power for like five minutes, right? Is what in the movie from when I got the gist yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Uh, like, what power would you have, Dante? Uh, to teleport, to go to other other places without having to do the traveling. I just Ooh. snap into that. So you take That's the drug every time you want to go somewhere, right? Yeah, and you like, have it to come going back. Going to down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like something like to where you don't even need to teleport. It's like down the street. <laughs> you go get some shit. Bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just wasting a twenty thousand dollar drug like yeah. here, man. Just uh the drug looks cool on there though. And I'm like, but it does not look like a regular pill. Yeah, that they like real. turn it. Yeah, and it like and lights like, up for some reason. Don't that mess take up it. your insides? Yeah, right. It's it like glows you know, you could have just done it without all that. Yeah, you know? it was like some bootleg thing too. Like you know how drug dealers like bootleg like, some drugs just right. to make it seem I more know, exotic right? and shit. I know it glowed like <laughs> you put a glow stick in there and shit, made it all I toxic. Know. It was like see through. I'm like, ooh, we got a glass capsule. No, I'm just playing like, like a jail capsule, clear I, I think I would want the drugs solely to be more lazy you know what i'm saying like if oh. i took the drug and i could like stretch i told you that you would probably have yeah, that ability just be like 
like you Sitting just stretch your arm to go make some popcorn <laughs> in, in the, the kitchen. Yeah. What if you took it and you like had a great body? You're like, it's thin <laughs> all of a sudden. You took the pill and you're thin for 20 Ooh, minutes. Shit. He's like, now. What else? You get home, you're like, you didn't take your pill, did you? I can tell. <laughs> She's like, 300 seconds. That's all I need. And if I took it to to spy on you if I was invisible I'd be like right there and I'm like you didn't do shit today <laughs> you, <laughs> you sat on the couch me. all day mm-hmm. you're like how you know I'm like mm-hmm. I got my secrets oh man <laughs> Jamie Foxx dude he's been, he looked kind of young in that movie he's he like hasn't old. aged much yeah it's going um, backwards he, yeah younger with the time it's that uh, Texas Texas blood I, I saw him on uh, that comedians Black in cars getting crack. coffee and they were like uh-huh. in New Orleans him and Jerry Sa- uh, Seinfeld were in, in a yeah. place in New Orleans, and I remember the whole only thing I could think about was how small the booth was, and how if oh, I was there, I was okay. too fat to sit in yeah. it. Yeah, because he was even Jamie Foxx was kind of crammed up in there, and I was like, man, he's thin. Yeah, yeah, and he's tight, squeezed in. I I, I can't do Waffle House booths. Mm-mm, it's embarrassing. Like, yeah, right? like if there's not a space at the counter, I'm not gonna go into a Waffle House. Yeah, right. If you can't if you uh-huh. can't fit in the seat, you shouldn't be eating their food. Well, I like booths that can move the table. So oh, if I'm with yeah. somebody that's smaller, like Charier, I can. Squish me sit to on oblivion. One side. Yeah, I could sit on one side. <laughs> Push the air out of my and body. And she sits on one side, and the table's just lopsided, like turned. Oh, man. And I'd be, I'd be like, can you push it up? No, I have to push it up. I'm like, take it. It's like, you either want my belly on the table, or you're just going to have to sit next to your chin or some shit. You just drag a chair to the booth. Yeah. Oh, y'all expecting three? You're like, yeah, no, no, just no I just have to sit here. I'm trying to be more romantic shit. I'm trying to get next to my girl. Oh, yeah. I know. At first, I used to wonder why you were sitting next to me. And I I'd be it. like. I love you. <laughs> I'd be so quick. Because when I first met Shari, I was like uh, a good 50 pounds heavier than I am right now. That's love. So, uh, yeah. When we would go out, I would be like immediately like, just like booth or table. I'm like, table. Table. Right table. away. Like, table. For my back. And then uh, I, I lost some weight. He wouldn't even let me say nothing. Yeah. He would quit. But I, was, yeah. I mean, he was the man, so I well, let him. You know, but, I was like, oh, I just let him. But when I lost some weight, I, I was like happy that I could start sitting in booths again. Uh, mm-hmm. I my my friend Javi down at Corpus, he fucks with me. Like he had, a, he was talking shit on stage one time about. He's all like, I knew that Luis wasn't like real fat. Like when me and him went to IHOP, me and him and Midnight went to IHOP, mm-hmm. and uh, right away the guy's like, y'all want a table or booth? And I was like, what's we'll a booth? <laughs> <laughs> But I was just stunting. I was just like, I can send the booth now. Kind of I'll shit. I'll sit over here, y'all. Y'all go. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I was at the State Fair of Texas and I was on this ride. When the ride was full, big line and everything, you know, and the, the guy was trying to push the thing oh, down on me. It's like, man. And everyone was like, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally he's like, man, bro, I can't. You'd be like, oh, dude, you'd be like, you looked at him, please don't kill me. I, I was so, uh-huh. and he's like, we can't do it, we can't do it. And then I was like, at the, I was like seemingly from the furthest part from the exit, so I had to like walk by everybody. Oh, no. I was like, I'm too fat to ride. <laughs> dude, I had a similar experience happen to me at a haunted house one time. They had like this giant slide. <laughs> too fat to get scared. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it was like a big old slide, right? And then they're like, it was all my friends that was in high school. And I wasn't even that big like i was like 240 which i guess is big to some people 240 250 and there was a weight limit you couldn't be over 200 pounds and the guy's like are you over 200 pounds i was like yeah and like we were all up there and it's like nah bro you <laughs> that's, that's like, that's he, opens, he opens a door you didn't see he's like you gotta go out this way he's like, sorry dude that's disrespectful now, how, many, how many people gonna be 200 pounds these days I'm but just that, yeah i know right now <laughs> 
I'm about to say, you got to push a good 300 for some of these people. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying, like. It, yeah, Americans it, are big. It, yeah, we like, are. Like, there is more people that's, like, a little bit more heavy. But so, I thought like, that was, like, kind of, like. But just not Ooh. just size. Well, maybe this is attributed to size is that portions when you eat somewhere at a restaurant and shit are, like, way it's, bigger it's than they were, bigger. like, in the 60s, it's like 70s. Two. It's, like, one and a half. Yeah, people two, would get like, like a glass of soda, and now you can get like a fucking forty-four a ounce, gulp. and just fucking. <laughs> was it? What was it that we was watching? Where it was like a bladder buster? I can't remember. It was on TV, and I just thought it was funny because I'm like, that's literally a big goat, like <laughs> in real life. Like, I, and I think about that, and I'm like, dang, that's a lot of soda. Well, well, a lot of corn but syrup. You, but you don't think about it though, because I drink on something from Sonic. Like a uh, a route forty four, and then I'm like, dang, I did drink all a whole lot of soda, sugar, right? All you don't think sugar. about it. It's just like you mindlessly sip on it, and it's then, fresh. It's got lime. Yeah. Is that right? It well, tastes they, so good. Well, they do it to keep us diabetic, so we can continue to buy medicine and shit like that, right? <laughs> I mean, it's all about making money. It's yeah. like the circle of life, and they let us indulge. Big pharma. Right? Yeah, because it's, it's profitable for us to be fat, yeah. right? See that, like, um. That documentary, a few documentaries that talk about that. Yeah, that like, that's why I don't do cardio. Yeah, yeah that's like why I don't how, watch documentaries. Like how some of these uh, medicines actually make you feel worse. Like it's more side effects than benefits mm. and stuff like that. I always try to read. I tell Luis that a lot that I kind of got messed over like that yeah, once. Like my doctor sick. gave me all of these uh, pills and stuff because I was feeling ill. And like it was a long list for one thing that I had wrong with me, and it was like a, it was something like a, a infection or something, and from drinking a whole lot of soda mm. <laughs> and not drinking enough water and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think it was like a, a bladder infection or something. And then they gave me all these antibiotics, and then I actually got sick off of those yeah, antibiotics. It feels like the good bacteria, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then I had a bad reaction. They gave me more antibiotics mm-hmm. to fix what the other antibiotics mm-hmm. did. And then the lit, I just remember looking at it, and I was so tired of taking it. That happened to my girlfriend. She had to go to that uh, ER oh, because of man. that. Well, do you remember what the name of the medicine I went was? to the ER. I can't remember because. Something was silly. Because they asked me all these questions. Have you been out of the country? And I was getting scared. I was like, uh, no. And they was like, have you been around anybody that's been sick? I'm like, no. <laughs> And they were like, well, you know, it's only like a certain amount of things that will cause a reaction that you had. And then they asked me the pills that I took and I brought them with me. So I can't even remember what it was. But when you look at it, there is uh, classifications of antibiotics. So you have low risk, mm-hmm. medium risk, and like the high risk one. The high risk one like clean you completely out. Yeah. Like uh, it gets rid of everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really careful with that because those do cause like um, – an imbalance within your body after i mean they're needed they're beneficial mm-hmm. when you really need and them and if it's something yeah. very unnecessary right where a doctor's just like ah, i'm gonna prescribe this person these antibiotics but i mean just, and they're you actually know. doing more harm than me but definitely just uh be careful just take care of yourself right off the bat so that you won't Shit. have to do right. all of Growing that up, my mom had penicillin on deck like we'd get it from the mexican stores or yep. just like from yep. mexico mm-hmm. so as soon as we get sick it's like no tomate una penicillina <laughs> but that's crazy <laughs> like, you'd be fine. That, that that happened to your your girlfriend right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and killed, killed all your good bacteria and made her real sick Dang. and it's crazy yeah, sure he doesn't take antibiotics anymore like right? i no, mean i do i do it. if i have to but they do tell you like you know seeing that you have a history 
overreaction or something. You just have to be careful because, like I said, they're classifications. So that means like they're like families of things that are similar to each other. So they yeah. might have different names, but they might still have the same risk factor to uh-huh. make you ill or something. That's why like. I try to do stuff to like test my shit. Like for real. Like she'd get on to me and she'd be like, "Why are you eating? Like if something falls on the ground, or something I'll eat it." Like I'd be like, "That's that's good. It's gonna like make my like immune system like stronger." <laughs> he right? he, he claims that he was like, "It's actually beneficial. A little dirt won't hurt you." And I'm like, "I have a gr- I have sure? a, I had a friend who's from her family's from Bali, uh-huh. and like uh, she said, anytime she'd go, she tried to not ever wash her hands while she eats." Because I, I guess she would eat with her hand, but she uh-huh. always try to eat with dirty hands. Because every time she would go, she would get food poisoning of some kind. Because she wasn't, her body wasn't yeah. accustomed to oh, the type right. of way that they do things. And, she, and I was like, did it work? And she was like, nah. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, like that really actually made it worse. Yeah, go wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, you know, it ain't a push against Big Pharma. Just take, you know, take care of yourself. No, yeah. Wellness. It is I'll push pharma. against Big Pharma. Yeah, push against Big Pharma. Pharma. <laughs> For real. Yeah, Start sponsoring this podcast. This podcast to, brought to you by Pfizer. Say, <laughs> I was about to say, just stop pushing the quantity. <laughs> I was like, one of these work, the other two are fluff. I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, well, we're about to get on, <laughs> we're about to get out of here, man. Dante, we appreciate have appreciate yeah, you fun. coming through here. Yeah, I got dude. something special there. I can do this in your living room. Not in just in your living room, but you know, with your better halves. Oh you know, yeah, it's, it's been fun. We we're trying to get this podcast thing down. This is our. This is gonna be our fifth episode. Sure, you've been having fun doing it. Right? Yeah, like she, she's yeah, excited for fun. it too. Yeah, and I try to do. I try to start a podcast with two of my friends. They're two females. Uh huh. And uh, my girlfriend did not like that. Oh. She was like, "Man, why are you gonna go talk to them? You don't talk to me. <laughs> talk to me." <laughs> You're like, "I'm right here. Put me on the podcast." Yeah, right. Hell yeah! And I, you know, I think I was wrong. She was right about that because I was, you know, I should have been listening to her. But at least you won't have that problem here. You know? No, we don't talk outside of the podcast anymore. Go, y'all haven't talked so in two days. You go, <laughs> yeah. you go tell her Save like, "Hey, like, see, I, I, I mentioned." That I was wrong on the podcast. Listen to it. See, yeah, like there's evidence. And then She's like, like and why subscribe. Did you bring it up? And then like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I have receipts that I said I was wrong. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, Instagram. No pluggy plug, man. I got nothing coming up. No shows. I'm nothing, man. Well. I'm just trying to live a life that's worth talking about, you know. And and you know. Well, maybe you ought to try to start a podcast. Uh, yeah. We got the equipment. If you want to come over and do it, you'll be, you'll be the umbrella. You'll be the nurse. Uh, yeah, let me uh, those me, ways or something. Yeah, well, let me. I'll the find ways. a way. Uh, let me take your publishing. Yeah, 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 I'll find a way to to do it. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so yeah, if you want to follow him, damn Dante, right? Yeah, damn Dante. We'll put all that stuff in the details, and uh, we appreciate y'all listening yeah, thank again. You for having me, and yeah, for sure, man. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on the. Instagram at Essential yes. Nonsense Pod. And uh, Sherry, you got anything you want to say? Nope. I'm good. Were you ready to wrap it up? Yeah. I got you. Well, yeah, pre appreciate y'all listening. Remember to stay cool. Bye. Peace. And that wraps up episode five of Essential Nonsense. Thanks again for listening. And uh, be sure to follow Dante on social media. He's at Damn Dante. All that will be in the details of the episode. And uh, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. And don't don't be afraid to tell a friend. And if you'd like to, go ahead and leave us that five-star review you've been wanting to do. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And check back in with us on episode six.